0: We had another round of Win the Intern's Lunch with our favorite German intern, Sandro, today.
1: We also had Brian Riley come... Or Brian Riley. Brian Zenzen too. Yeah. <laughs> All As the Brian's. Zenzen told us about, uh, well, being safe in the workplace. And then we, the show
0: took a very dark turn I didn't like. Too dark. Yeah. What What is the biggest problem facing humanity over the next 100 years? We shouldn't be tackling big questions like that, would. Why would people come to us with this? We should keep it on the surface. Yeah. You know, <sighs> fart jokes and trash flash and things like that. Yeah. But, hey... We're never going to learn if we don't try. That's true. It's all coming up right now in the podcast.
1: I'm young and my boss wants me to work late. Oh, that's what we have up today. I
0: like that. And that just sounded funny. In the HR files, as we are now joined by our human resources
1: guy, Brian Zenzen. Uh, first of all, I want to give this, I'm going to leave their name out of it because this, this
2: kid sounds like a go-getter. We do protect the innocent mm-hmm. in the HR files. Uh,
1: sent in, they're 19 years old, they're working a job, they like it but apparently there's overnight shifts they never worked overnights but like one of their co-workers is going on vacation yep. the boss scheduled them to work overnight and they say look i don't feel safe yep working overnights by myself is there any sort of way i can tell my boss no in this or you know when i signed up you know for certain shifts plus i mean it's from what it sounds like, it's a safety issue, too.
2: Yeah. You know, if you look at yeah what you signed up for, if you agreed to work to pick up these shifts or, you know, on your application or your job description, it's, hey, if you've got first, second, or third shift and you're, you know, that's the expectation is to work those shifts, that's what the workplace is looking for. Now, I guess as far as what the safety concerns would be, they'd probably have to get a little bit more. My, my guess with safety concerns is they might, so think about our building, right? Mm-hmm. If they're coming and going at four o'clock in the morning, do they feel safe going to their vehicle? Um, and you know, I say it's something as simple as that. But as an employer, I mean, this this person, hey, I just I just don't feel safe walking back and forth to my car. I've never had to do this alone. Whatever. Like, if you asked, I'm sure the employer could find someone, hey, a buddy to escort you to your car. Um, you know, I think some people here like they walk in together, they walk out together, depending upon what time they leave.
1: Well, they just wait for me, and then right. they walk everyone. Oh, right. They see, you know,
2: so late. <laughs> the alpha and the omega here. Yeah, yeah. And they <laughs> see wood. They, they see wood coming in, and they're like, "Hey, oh, I'm not gonna mess mm-hmm. with that guy." So if it's something like that, then yeah, I mean, you could say, "I think we can figure something out as far as you know, making you feel safe coming into or leaving work, because that is a real thing."
1: Now, I know we have people who work at gas stations. Is there a rule? Like, isn't there... I thought there was a rule at some point in time, like, about carrying. Like, if you worked at gas stations and stuff. Like, you can carry a pistol? Yeah.
2: Well, it's up to your employer if you can carry at work or not. Um, Whether or not they're, you know, I hate to say, take on the liability, but I mean, you... They blast somebody away that's reaching into their pocket for their wallet and their jittery or whatever, but if, hey, if you're working overnight at a gas station, why wouldn't you want to that's what pack I'll money say. to protect Man. yourself and some of these places like that are open overnight um, more places that are off the interstate or highways are more susceptible to robbery because it's an easy getaway that's like retail that was the kind of thing that you would rent, rent really? to um oh yeah if you were if you were off a highway or an interstate, you were more susceptible to people that would come and go. Coupon fraud. Easy whatever. getaway. Yep.
1: You know. Now that you say that, I was shopping. At, this was when I was in Vegas once. And uh, people just ran out with, like, stacks of clothes. Oh, yeah. And yep. it was right by the highway. That's crazy. And they ran out jumped in a car and
2: it sped off. Yeah, not I to say, like, the all the theft is that, but you hear, like, rings and whatnot. Yeah, they'll just kind of go up and down a corridor or whatever. But. Um, nice. And then, like, overnights, if you go into, like, workplace safety, if it's a completely different thing that happens during the overnight shift like if they're going on to a different assembly line and they don't feel safe like hey I don't know how to operate this machine like yeah. you're having me work overnights and all of a sudden I'm working on a CNC machine and I got no clue what I'm doing then that goes outside of like their them being comfortable like you know like a, right. a safety feeling at work to like this is unsafe I have no idea what I'm doing um, so I guess it would kind of depend very upon what they're being asked to do and what like what they signed up for with the employer. Now, if the employer, yeah, is just putting them on the machine they have no experience on overnight, yeah, that's a safety issue for the employee and the company.
0: There's no videos that I like better, and call me crazy. Is when like it's like shop owner takes law into his own hands, right?
1: Like somebody comes in into some yeah. someplace and the shop owner <laughs> just gets to blasting. Well, because you've also seen the videos where people, you know, some of those people can get beaten up really badly, like shop owners and things
2: like that. Oh yeah, well and you think about well any really any time of the day, but it's like especially overnight, Yeah, there's generally probably not going to be a lot of other customers in the building. Yeah, um, and you know, you know, some of the times it's like. You know, when I worked convenience store way back in the day, hey, if somebody wants something, let them have it. Like, hey, pff, yeah, I'm I'm not six, 16 years old. I'm not going to fight you for 500 bucks. But right. but if you're that shop owner, that's right, your that's livelihood. Your, that is your livelihood. Yeah. Oh, insure, you know, things are are insured against. B.S. Yeah. Good luck getting your cash back. Right. And by the way, if you do get robbed, your insurance premiums are going to go up. So you're even out even more money. So,
0: Speaking of 16-year-olds at working at Target... The, a couple times ago, when I was there, I saw a sixteen-year-old dude or a sixteen-year-old girl bust a dude who was trying to pass off like a thousand dollars in counterfeit hundred-dollar bills. Really? I thought that was so cool because huh. she was she like as a sixteen-year-old. I don't know if I would have had the courage to say something. And she was kind of counting them and could tell they were fake. So she like held the dude up until a manager could come over. Yeah. And then the guy, I think, got a little—he got a little antsy, you know. I'm yeah. sure he knew, like, oh, this isn't good, and so he just took off. And sure enough, it was like a thousand dollars in fake hundred-dollar bills.
2: Yeah, because you can—you sh- you can and should call the cops in that situation if you're getting fake currency. Yeah, because yeah, you can do the the light test, but if you have that currency pen, yeah. and it doesn't change colors, good for her though. Like as a 16-year-old,
0: I don't know if I would have had the courage to do that. Yeah, uh, to some gangster looking. He was like trying. <laughs> the funny thing is, the guy was trying to buy
2: like a quilt or something. I'm like. Huh. Well, all they want to get is change. change. All they oh, got to get yeah. is change back, and then, and then it's 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 real after that. Yeah. So,
0: And I guess you think, well, what thug is going to come in here and buy a quilt? No. You know. It gets <laughs> cold on the
2: streets, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: did we get to the bottom of this one? I feel well, like I, I derailed it at the end there. I think bad. we
1: did. I think, you know, hey, if it's a, if it's a safety thing, definitely talk to your boss, because nobody should be unsafe going to work.
2: Yeah. and it, In varying degrees, whatever it is, if that employee is uncomfortable, they should go to their supervisor. And, you know, if they don't, maybe talk to another coworker. And try to work it out that way, but sounds like you know this is probably a young person that maybe doesn't have a lot of experience, either whatever thing it might be. Um, and they might just, they might just need to get coached through it or have somebody help them out. And
0: yeah, don't
1: risk it, man.
2: Yeah, don't risk yep, it. Actually, sure. no.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Brian Zenzen. We'll do this again next week in a little something we like to call the HR file. Kelly and Wood. Uh, we got What's Trending on the way in just a couple of minutes here. But Wooden, you and I were talking about trying to swear less. Right. And, and just being better people, you're trying to swear less around your family. We were mm-hmm. talking about this way earlier this morning. And, uh, I, you know, it's funny, too, because we were talking about certain industries you work in where you tend to swear a lot more. Like, when I was working at a, auto de- a car dealership, I was a car runner, and mm-hmm. I remember, like, noticeably saying to myself, like, wow, I'm swearing a lot. Car salesmen go wild sometimes, yeah. yeah. I think they're just, they smoke and they swear. Not it's everyone, the, but yeah. You no, know. but, you know, you get into that kind of habit, and there are just certain... Certain professions where you kind of just let them, let them drop a little bit more. Yeah, the
1: audio, auto industry, which I was in there for a while when I was a bouncer, obviously, the bar industry, like oh, the, servers and stuff. Bar
0: industry is is serious. Mm-hmm. So we had some people that wanted to chime in about swearing at work. Hello?
2: So I work in customer service, and I can assure you, I would feel more than comfortable telling customers where they could put their coupons. And what they could do with their return?
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. take it easy. Hey,
1: this is all <laughs>
0: hypothetical, buddy. And there's nothing I like better than a good coupon, man. So, well, you better watch. That's this true. Up. You're a coop guy. Now, you don't you don't follow through with this, though, do you?
2: I think that language is better left for the break room. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree, man. Go cuss at the other workers and leave us couponers alone. Break
1: room, you let it fly.
0: You want to chime in about swearing at network
1: too? Hey, as a person who curses a lot outside of work, <laughs> I can firmly say that I try to keep it professional at all times and never swear when I'm in the office. Yeah. That's classy.
0: That's a, it's a good policy to have. It's just tough sometimes, especially in radio, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just, it's a loosey goosey kind of business.
1: Yeah. Plus, you never know if your boss is
0: going to hear you. That's true. Well, our boss is just as bad, so we're okay <laughs> But there. our boss's boss. The owner of the company is a good Christian man. That's he is, true. He doesn't like us walking around here swearing. Also, uh, Cindy at the front desk does not like it when she hears us swearing.
1: Runs a tight ship. Yeah. Runs so, a tight ship. I
0: think we can do better. I honestly do. What I think you and I, at home, whatever, let your freak flag fly. I think here at work, you and I should be better about cursing. Should we build each other up here? Yes. You know, hold each other accountable. <laughs> Maybe put a swear jar here in the studio. Uh,
1: no, I have. What for your retirement? I don't think so, pal. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does, and I mean no one. It's time for. Maybe it's just me. Now
0: we're not talking about like Bill Gates and you know all the multi-multi-multi billionaires. We're not. Ta- we're just talking about celebrities that you would be kind of surprised have this expensive of a bomb shelter or a doomsday shelter. We'll call it. Because didn't Kanye buy like Wyoming? Well, Kanye, Kanye is on the list as one of the celebrities with the most expensive uh, shelter, checking in at 172 million dollars. What it cost him to build his his doomsday shelter? Good, nice. Build, but it's like multi-storied. Like he could spend the rest of his life down there, yeah, and it wouldn't even be a big deal. Do- what was that movie with Brendan Fraser where the mummy? What's it? No, where he came up? Like his parents had built a bomb shelter. They didn't realize that the bomb never actually went off. Oh yeah, and they lived underground what? for like fifty years. Bubble boy or something. George like. of the Jungle. No, I, all right, I should. Encino ask you. Man. I, no, come on. Moving on. You know who else has a really expensive doomsday shelter? Can I guess? Sure. Post Malone. No. Paul Ron- Shore. Ronda Rousey <laughs> has. Really? A, has a, yeah. She she seems like it. She has a twenty-seven million dollar doomsday shelter. What? 27 million. Well, she's like fully sustainable. Like her life outside of her wrestling or whatever she does. Right. She's fully sustainable. Meaning? That she grows her own food. She does her own water. She recycles her own water. Like her and her husband Travis Brown is a UFC guy. They, that's how they live. You know okay. who else? You know who else has a really expensive bomb shelter? Jeff Bezos has got to be on there. No, these, these are just like celebrities. These oh, aren't like Selena Gomez. No, stop guessing because <laughs> I mean, really, we could be here all. Let me let me get through this, please. Bear Grylls has a very expensive oh, bomb that shelter. Makes sense. His checks in at nineteen million dollars. Hmm.
1: Uh, y- Jason texted in the movie was Blast from the Past.
0: Blast from the Past, there right. His parents live underground. They actually became more comfortable underground than they were above ground. Anyway, uh great movie. Check it out. It came out in the 90s. I Tom
1: think. Cruise has got to be on there.
0: No. Mm. Zoe I think I feel like some of these celebrities probably keep them a secret. You know what I'm saying? Like I would they imagine. build it and don't say a dang thing. Don't want to get overrun. This is another one that shocked me. Zoe De Chanel. Has a really expensive bomb shelter, yeah. Like I need the, from, the, from the New Girl and other things, yeah. various projects. Okay. Do you now? Do you think they have to pay like property tax on that stuff? Well, don't they just build it on their property? But I guess if you put up a building, like you have to pay that, don't you? Like your yeah, property. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's up. underground or what. Like how. It's, well, these are all underground. Yeah. So which I is why they're all so expensive too. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. you don't want your bomb shelter above ground doesn't do you much good. I got to
0: be honest, dude. I, I want to, if if a bomb is coming that's going to wipe out civilization, take me with it. Nah. I don't want to be the last one here.
1: I'll be the leader of the mole people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but no one's going to want to repopulate the earth with you. So we're, so what? Well, the earth is going to die anyway. <laughs> I
1: deem it so. <laughs>
0: I just thought that was really interesting, because these are like celebrities you wouldn't... The Kanye West one, yeah, you kind of knew about that. But Bear Grylls and Zoe De Chanel have some of the most expensive. Uh, Jason texted George DeKai. No. Is no. on the list? Blast from the past. What was the most
1: expensive one? Was it Kanye? Uh,
0: well, the most expensive one was actually a billion dollars. And that was some, like... Saudi Arabian oil tycoon oh, okay. as a billion dollar bomb shelter. I have a feeling Kanye is going to go live in his soon, with him being extradited he might, from nah, basically everything. Dude might have to
1: sell it at some point because <laughs> his money is drying up fast. Nah, he's got money. Dude, he has a hundred and seventy million dollar bomb shelter. He's got plenty of money for He'll now. Able, yeah, hey, he has it for now.
0: But who knows what's coming down the pike for him? Mm-hmm. Either way, I found this to be kind of interesting today. Not bad to go over. I like this, it. This. I, I think I've been doing good this week. Yeah, and better. the cool thing is, I'll have another one for you tomorrow. If you didn't like this one and the day after that, I might even come in on Saturday and do a couple. Who knows? Either way, if I only find it interesting, that's fine. Because sometimes...
1: <laughs> ah, baby, baby. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood's big bag of questions. All right, Kelly. I've got a list here. One to 123. All right. So pick a number here and we'll just go bounce around the room here. 66. 66. Oh, man. Ooh, this one's kind of dark.
0: Oh, okay. All, right. All right. You want me to pick a different one?
1: No, no, it, it, this one came in from Heather. I'm going to go ahead and ask it. What is mankind's biggest worry over the next 100 years?
0: Jeez. Uh, Something not, nice and light and breezy, I see. Hey, I you you picked the number. Okay. Mm-hmm. So man's biggest worry over the next 100 years. Right.
1: In our in our estimation. Oh boy,
0: the brain trust here. Yes. I heard Elon Musk say this the other day, and I think that he was right. I think population collapse is our biggest worry over there. You see it's happening in Japan right now. There was only 800,000 kids born in Japan last year. No. Yeah. Why do you always
1: disagree with me? Because that number sounds way too low. Yeah. Way
0: too low. Yeah. That is way too low. So now it's going to... So to me, and it's happening here in the United States too, no one's having kids anymore.
1: That's less than like the population of like Tokyo by like tenfold.
0: Yeah. Right. 773,000 babies. Right. Right because they're deincentivized to have children. Ooh, you were uh, so close to
1: transport. Smarter. Uh
0: de Deincentivized.
1: Cause it used to be like China had the rules like where you could only have like one what was it, like one girl or you something like that. You had to
0: have like a that. boy in the mid- like it was. But they've gotten yeah. rid of all
1: those rules because people stopped having children over
0: there. Yeah, it's tough to keep the population going when you only have boys. Yeah. That's a tough that's a tough beat right there. That's biology. Right. So I my and this is I'm sorry that we're so dark, population collapse to well, me.
1: And part of it is even you know, here in the United States, it is so expensive for childcare,
0: right when you and I are old wood there's gonna be nobody to to be working to contribute to social security for us ah, man hey you brought he you brought that, brought that <laughs> one down I, I'm sorry you asked the question I'm being 100 percent honest with you now here how about I uh, could I'll come up with something funny next like oh we're gonna fart too much no, uh, no, no. don't be gross well I'm just saying if that's what you
1: want you want to know what my I think it is I, I and people laugh at me I'm scared to death of the robots. You should be. I'm scared to death of them. Artificial intelligence. And when you see what is that group? They they pop up on my Facebook sometimes. It's like Boston Dynamics or whatever that has those robots that they're teaching to like run and jump. Yeah. And do flips over obstacles and stuff. What are y'all doing? What about
0: well, what put throwing artificial intelligence into a robot like right. that? Like what's that? What's that one thing we we're talking about? Chat GTP or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. where you can just tell it to write you a book. JD was doing that yesterday. He goes, you want to see something cool? Yeah. And he types this in and this book came. I was like, what isn't that the thing that like, the robot goes yeah but it's awesome right mm-hmm. we are, we're, we're all going to be replaced by that you but you mark my words you and i will not have a job in 15 years no because we'll be replaced by chat gp or whatever it's called
1: welcome to the radio no
0: it sounds like a normal human being and it and you can tell it like the babylon b did this they were like write a headline about elon musk in the form of the babylon b and it wrote a joke was it funny it was okay. okay. <laughs> so, dang, they well, all some for be- our job. Sometimes <laughs> the Babylon Bee sucks. So.
1: You know what the thing is, though? Like, have we not seen iRobot? Right, or Terminator. Yeah, see, any stuff. of
0: those there's a reason why they made those movies they saw it coming because it's the same reason why George Orwell wrote 1984 he knew it was coming but the thing is like we know it's coming why are we going down
1: the path because we want things done for us right like we uh, want you know automation to control our cooking and stuff like that but the thinking behind it is is that the AI we will write it to do what's best right yeah and then like this is with the Matrix well, us too like I, and then the computers will analyze everything and say well the best thing for a planet is no humans yeah, And start a war against and
0: start us. And start killing us off Dude, I don't trust them man I, hate, I don't trust them I absolutely hate this question And I hate what it's done <laughs> to the show today I really do I'm like this isn't fun at all We like, just went from having Sandro on Doing TV mm-hmm. show theme songs To worrying about us battling the robots Hey man it comes huge You well, know What about you Brian Riley What do you think is man's biggest worry Over the next hundred years People Just people meaning? Like, please to explain. Like there's you you see the like everybody's just locked in on their screens now. Yeah. Like nobody's outside doing anything. So it's just going to be all this screen time this screen time that and we're going to just be lazy. Have Kinda you like have you seen uh uh Wall-E? Yeah. yeah. I was just about to say yeah. the movie Wall-E is exactly what we're going to be. We're going to be floating around cuz we can't walk anymore cuz we're too fat and we're going to have a
1: screen shoved in our face and we're going to be downing sodas. But I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's, uh, what is like the latest gen? What is it like? Gen, gen Z? Z or whatever? They're actually turning screens off. Right, like they are not signing up for every social media thing, and they're they're being very picky and choosy with what they do. So the pendulum always swings on this kind I, of stuff.
0: I don't think so, Wood. I, I think you're living in a fool's paradise right now. I believe the best. I of think people. society is doomed, and I think we should start <laughs> preparing right now,
1: Kelly and Wood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy, that was a that was a deep question, man. Wow, well, we did a deep know. dive on that one right um,
1: now New first time texter right here. Is it weird that The Simpsons predicted? Almost everything. That makes sense though with 30, what, 40 some odd seasons and 30 episodes a year. And yeah. It's a lot of bites at the apple. We got
0: someone calling in. Should we take this call? Ooh, do it live? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want to? All right. K- Kelly and Wood, hello. Don't swear.
1: Hi. I was calling in about that question of what men are afraid of.
0: Yes. The biggest. Well, not just men, all but humanity. Right. Yeah. M- mankind. Humans. Yeah. Us. Um, oh, yeah, the biggest. Not just oh, all, all
2: right. Um, T- turn your radio Women down. N-
0: not needing them. What's that? Women not needing them. Well, yeah. Oh, you're you're gonna y- gonna y'all don't need us now. You're gonna, I hate that I took this call. <laughs> I hate this whole thing. <laughs> what? How would you not need men? How would? Tell me how society will go on without <laughs> men. Tell me. Well, there's and be be clean. Are you <laughs> You don't need them. You don't need men. How are you going to have babies? So, look. I'm sorry uh, you went through a bad breakup recently, but you need men.
1: Sperm donor. That's true. Where? where what are you going to use whale? Well, if it's all frozen and stuff, there. I think there is a bunch of there is a backlog of it. But you need men for that. And it goes bad at some look, point, doesn't I, it? I, look, I feel like we're we A, I think we've lost our job already, talking ourselves <laughs> out of a job. Maybe we be talking ourselves out of life. I think we just need to stop this topic right now.
0: Lisa, what happened to you that you hate men so much? Uh, nothing. I don't hate men. You yeah. don't need a man. Do you have children? I do. How did you <sighs> get those children? What was that? How did you get those children? <laughs> from a man. All right, thank you very much, Lisa. We appreciate the call. Oh, <laughs> right. Don't. Anyway, all right. Are we done with this? Yes. I hated this segment. I do. Now. Don't even. Don't even put this on the podcast. Wow. That's where I'm at. Kelly and Woods, small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Alvarado,
1: Minnesota, population 388. Cool sounding town, it's Spanish sound comes because some of its first settlers were from Alvarado,
0: Mexico. That sounds like one square quarter mile of paradise in Alvarado, and that's why they get today's small town salute.
1: That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood.
0: That's right. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and we're going to put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed
1: to. Florida! Australia, my friend. Down under trash. That's right. That's when officers got a call saying, hey, there's somebody running around our neighborhood. And he's annoying everyone. Can you come on out here and check it out? So, officer said, sure, we'll come through and check her out. Well, sure enough, as they were coming down the road, a 41-year-old man named Kenneth Crowder came running across the road. Now, this is interesting because Crowder was buck naked. Well, that's when the officers said, "Hey, hey, hold up there. Who are you? He turned to the officer and said, Me? I'm God. And took off running again. Well, he was found nearby. And I'm only going to say it like this once. Go ahead. Having relations with a tree. (laughs) Now, I don't know how you do that. But Crowder was giving it a go. As you can imagine, the officer said, Oh, weird. Stop. Well, Crowder said, why don't you make me? One of the officers pulled out the taser and said, well, all right, I can do that. As you can imagine, the taser didn't have much of an effect on God. That's because he yanked it out of his body and said, what are you going to do? And then jumped on the officer. Oh, my God. This guy's insane. He stole the police officer's badge, tried to stab him with it, and then got up and started running off. Thankfully, another officer nearby, his taser had a little more juice, tased Crowder a second time, able to tackle him and
0: get him in handcuffs. Man, it's not often you hear about someone getting tased twice. They
1: asked him, hey, how did we get to this point? He said, hey, just gonna let you know, earlier, I did a lot of bath salts. That'll do it every time. He was taken to
0: jail. Does it feel good to be that high? I couldn't tell you. I have no interest in ever finding out. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, why why do you do that to yourself? Like, that doesn't sound fun. You know, someone hitting that heroin and nodding off in a corner, I don't know. Maybe they're in paradise for all I know. But this guy, that doesn't sound like fun. Bad stuff. But the question is, do you enjoy being that drunk? No. I feel like it's the same way. You're right. Like, you're you're just doing it, and eventually you're like that drunk. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're chasing the dragon. Yeah. Like, maybe just a little bath salts, you're having a good time. I can't know. Too much bath salts. You're humping a tree. <laughs> I don't
1: think any bath salts is a good idea because I think I think this is like mostly illegal everywhere. Why do they now. call it bath salts? I think that's what it started off as. Oh, really? And I, again, I, I'm I'm talking out of my rerun. I think this is something I heard yeah, once. Yeah, so I don't
0: know anything about that. Probably
1: wrong, but I think someone started it as like something you put in your bath. And then somehow and then we got someone, to this point. Someone smoked it. Because for a while, I remember people were like attacking people, and yeah, like, they're calling it, like a zombie drug. Right.
0: I, I still remember the video of that guy banging his head against the windshield of that bus. Yeah, it's bad That stuff. was creepy, man. So thankfully, right. honestly,
1: the best place for this guy is in jail and
0: right. get straightened yeah. out. Right. All right, uh, let's give this one a score, shall we? Would come on, uh, running around naked, trashy, is it? And why does it make you get naked all the time? I wonder. I'm telling you, man. One hundred and seventy-five points. Streaking's a blast. I don't. I just don't get why. It's freeing,
1: man. <laughs> Nothing but you, the sun, and a smile, <laughs> and, and you're, horrified onlookers. You're doing it during the day, <laughs> huh? That's bold. Hey, this is, a,
0: this is a neighborhood. That's a bold move. All right. So he's streaking through the area naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to get tased. Yep. That's 100, another 150 points. And the only reason I'm doing 150 is because he got tased twice. Yeah. Uh, so the, the second one will also get some. Uh, so what did he do? He Oh, he stole the officer's badge. That's trash. I'll get that mm-hmm. 150 points. Um, he What what else did he do? He tried to kick the officer or something like that? No, he tried to stab the officer with the badge. With the badge. Okay, I'll just I'll tack on another 75 for the already that I gave him. Mm-hmm. And then he was tased the second time. That second time is going to get 200 points. Okay. Wow. He was arrested. That's 75. I feel like we need to score doing bath salts. You, uh, yeah. That's trashing. I'll give that 175 points. He Once- also made a mure with the tree. Oh, how could I forget, yeah. I. Uh, would should that be another 175 points of the points? Uh, we did it two days in a row. Will. Really? Yeah, that added
1: up so quick. Well, getting tased twice is what did it. Genx is is called bath salts because they look like bath salts. Okay, wow, Jen's good. the
0: expert. Put mm-hmm. that on her profile so we know she's the bath salt expert. It, it would when we crack a thousand points. It's a celebration. Come on, man! And it's rare that we do it two days in a row, but golly, the points added up so quick on this one. So we did it two hey! days in a row. Cue the intern house band. It was honestly the tree that put him over oh, the yeah, top. I mean,
1: and right right now, Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat well, right right and yo. To- Nigel, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat- Nigel. Right. Oh, did you get points
0: for calling himself God? That's no, I stuff. did. I'll I'll tack 150. See, come on. it was bound to crack a 1,000 today. That's a good call from Cassidy. Yeah, thank you very much for keeping us honest on this. Are you ready, Wood? Come on. Today, this guy earns himself a whopping, a surprising, we didn't even see this one coming, 1,200. Seventy five points. Kevin Wood. All right, we are gonna play Win the Interns Lunch. We have recorded Sandro's responses to these questions. I know I mispronounce his name every single time I do it because I pronounce it differently every time I do it. The Sandman! Sandman. I want to call him Sandy, he won't let me. Mm. But anyway, we got Catherine on the phone with us right now, ready to play. Hello? Hey, I'm ready to play. Oh, uh, you wanna play Win the Interns Lunch? Yeah. All right, so here's how it worked. We asked Sandro some questions before we had him leave the room. We played him some TV show theme songs, and we're just going to see if he can get them right, okay? Cool. All right, here we go. Here is our first one. I played this one for Sandro. Will he know this one? Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. You think you will know that one? Yes. All right, let's see. You just got to get best two out of three, okay? All right, tell us what TV show this theme song comes from. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how- Do you know what's children? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
1: Yeah! yeah! All right, okay. Watch Will Smith. He's that's still Willy. big in Germany, That's really
0: right? yeah. Sure.
1: <laughs> sure, you say
0: so. He definitely got that one. I, I do It's weird because I wonder what that sh- is. Like that show, just as funny over there when they dub it and everything. Like you gotta have comedic timing and inflection and everything. It's
1: DJ Jazzy Jeff plays in English and in German. <laughs> Come
0: on. All right. Well, you're doing good, Catherine. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. All right. We asked Sandro. Will he know what song this is? Just a good old boy. Never. Well, he know that one. I don't even know that one. I'm going to go with <laughs> What? No. I,
1: I got nothing.
0: Oh, my gosh. I am gobsmacked. Oh, I'm beside myself. So you don't think he's going <laughs> to get it either? I'm going to go with no. All right. Let's see. All right. You ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. What TV show is this theme song from?
2: Just a good old boy. Never mean.
0: A more it. You know that one? Yeah, geez, no. I, did he say something about law? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just the good old boys. Never meet the original, no The original Law and Order, I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good guess, but no. <laughs> law and Order, Alabama.
0: <laughs> that would be the Dukes of Hazzard sung by one Waylon Jennings. Ooh. Never heard of it. Mm. Man, Catherine, you've never heard of the Dukes of Hazzard? I think I'm closer to the interns' age.
1: Oh,
0: that's why. Okay, Woo. but you are American, is that not correct? Uh, last I checked. All that's right. right. Well, you need to educate yourself. Watch it now. <laughs> Learn a little bit about our history. All right, Catherine, yeah. you want you Catherine, you already won Sandro's lunch. You want to see if you can get a clean sweep and get all three? Absolutely. All right, here's the third one we played for him.
2: Sit right back and you'll hear a tale A tale of a fateful trip That started from this tr-
0: Well he know that one.
2: Oh,
1: Dude. I can't Remember which one that is and I'm gonna Go with
0: no. Alright let's see for the Clean sweep for Catherine Alright Sandra we'll see if we can get this one right here And uh, this is a classic. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Yeah here I am
2: sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip That started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship main...
0: Does that one ring a bell for you? Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not bad. Not bad. No. It, is a, it is a sea chanty. It is the most irritating show in the history of television. <laughs> that is
0: one Gilligan's Island. Oh no! No. You've never even heard, never of heard of Gilligan's Island. No. Oh man! You know what's crazy? That show was only on for like two seasons. No. Yeah. Look it up. It was on for maybe two seasons. Let's stop the recording here now, though. <laughs> Sandra, you didn't get that one. Oh my lord. Oh. Yeah, so Gilligan's Island, it's been on in perpetuity since it went off the air. But
1: it was on for three years. Right. Three seasons for ninety nine episodes. Somehow they
0: cranked out a hundred cause a show usually has to get to a hundred episodes before they'll put it in syndication, right? Yeah. That's kinda of the that's kind of the golden rule so that there's enough episodes to keep rerunning it. And somehow in three years they got to ninety nine episodes. But everybody on that cast didn't make a penny off
1: that show. Like they're all they all died broke. Really? Yeah, man. Wow, that show irritated me anyway, so <laughs> how did they not kill Gilligan? Six episodes in. Who would've complained?
0: Because then what would have been the name of the show? Who would've complained? That's all I'm saying. Hold on, we still got Catherine on the phone. I don't oh. know if you realize that or not. Catherine, you did it. You won! Sandra, line! <laughs> <Lane>. So <laughs> Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood, give us this brand new game. I hope it's as good as Bruce Wayne or Lil Wayne. Nothing will beat that. <laughs> Feel good about yourself.
1: I, I didn't know this. Today is National Dark Chocolate Day. I hate All right. That. So All right. this is going to be name that candy catchphrase. Oh, let's go. Brian, you will be buzzing in with? Oh, it, can we just do our names? Kay. And Kelly, you will be buzzing in with what animal? Kelly. No. That's, I'm an animal. What, you don't know about me. You, you know about me. You will be buzzing in with a elephant trunk. Blast. <laughs> There you go. All right. That sounds so, like the thing from the Jetsons. Our first name, that candy catchphrase. All right, let's go. Makes mouths happy. <laughs> uh, Makes mouths <laughs> happy. Yes. We're going to go with Skittles. Incorrect. No, that's, uh, Mars bar. N- incorrect. Okay. We were looking for Twizzlers. No oh,
0: Twizzlers. oh, yeah, because they used to do the smile with the licorice. Yeah. Okay. Good Red start. Lines. Good start. Yeah, it a hot start.
1: Name that candy catchphrase. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. <laughs> Kelly. M&M's. Yes, even yeah. though your sound has gone to a horse's neigh almost. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's you, okay. But well, you knew it was me. Here we go. Uh, name that candy catchphrase. Let's go. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's Brian Riley with the bird. Give me the Kit Kat. Yes, sir. Dang it. 1-1. One, one. Here we go. Name that candy catchphrase. Don't let hunger happen to <laughs> you. <laughs> Brian Riley.
0: Is that a Snickers bar?
1: That is a Dang Snickers God. bar. I love all of these?
0: You don't get this body structure by not eating That's candy true. bars. That's true.
1: Name that candy catchphrase. Taste the rainbow. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> <Your elephant's laughs> Slash horse sound is so slow,
0: Brian oh, Riley. Because I got to put my lips together to do mm-hmm. it. That one is Skittles. Yes, sir. Brian just has to open his big yap and let out a, whatever. I gotta go. <laughs> well, next time. <laughs> Choose a better animal. <laughs> Put more I, I didn't choose this animal. Because Kelly's
1: not a real animal. Right. Put I
0: more thought into it. I didn't it. choose this fight. It could have been a line. Rawr. Snake, yeah,
1: or a snake would have been good. Snake. Here we go. Good <laughs> could <even> hear
0: me. <laughs> Spitting all over this
1: mic that Brian
0: Riley has to use later. All right. Oh,
1: good. I can't wait. Our final one. Name that candy catchphrase. It's more than a mouthful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you made that up? No, listen, I, honestly, I didn't even know this one. It's more than a mouth, boy. They, boy, taking out of context, these are uh, pretty dirty. Uh,
1: <coughs> yes,
0: I'm gonna say milk duds. No. Um. Bah, what is my noise?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Milky Way. No. Okay. Uh, what it?
0: Oh, that's my favorite too. <laughs>
1: You're kidding.
0: <laughs> no, the Lunchable call is one of my favorite candy bars. I don't think I've
1: ever had one.
0: It's like those it's like those bars that everybody brings to a Midwest potluck. That's why I like them. They got a little bit of the peanut butter crunch on the inside, mm-hmm. a, little, a little bit of caramel. Coated in chocolate. You guys ever had a Watched Macaulay? So it's a Twix? Don't they ha- didn't they no, have a it's new not. one? It's not, no, it doesn't have the cookie crunch. There's a new one. I think it's called a Who's He Duns It or something like that. Maybe. I'm, that, that I'm not kidding about. Look a, it up. A Who's He Duns It? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> not everyone run to their computer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. <laughs> Who's Cars Duns pulling it. over so they can Google safely?
0: Watched Macaulay is like the one candy bar I'll allow myself to have just because it's such a treat.
1: I can't I like eat- Payday. What is in that one? Payday's just like that. It's got like all the peanuts on the outside of it.
0: Okay. I, I don't think I've ever had that. I, peanuts are never an attraction to me when it comes to candy. Mm. Unless it's a salted nut roll. I that like a good right. salted nut roll.
1: You're the weirdo who eats the Mars over the uh, Snickers and like the little like candy bags.
0: No, that's not true. I don't like Mars. I thought you did. Doesn't Mars have coconut in it? No. I hate that, coconut. That's no. mound. Yeah. Oh, okay. I take mound a strong stance dry. against coconut Mars, on anything.
1: Mars are like Snickers without the peanuts. Oh, no, that's a Milky Way. Same thing.
0: You know, 100 grand bar. That's a good one. That's a top tier candy bar. I
1: don't think I've ever had that one either. What? That's a good one. Mm.
0: What is the the slogan of the 100 grand? I'm rich in my mouth. I
2: don't don't, know.
0: Kelly and Wood. (laughs) Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. Uh, We covered a lot of ground today. Uh, Swearing at work. Breaking car washes. Learning how to do math for the first time. Here, there, and everywhere. That's right. That's how we do it, though, man. That's how we get get the juices pumping in Mm -hmm. the morning. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right now on our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Oh, yeah. Back on the mic an hour later. Oh, my. Anybody who was listening at 445 heard me come on the air this morning. Because we had a little bit of computer difficulties, but... Uh, Malfunction, if you right. will. Marlene actually tes- texted in and said, hey, people are actually listening this early, which I was kind of shocked, actually. Man. I didn't think anybody was even up that early except for us. Well, look at that. Except
1: in us. Well, there's people out there working. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, the, the, the uh, yeah. garbage drivers. Yes. I don't think there's any plows out today, but...
0: No, know. thank goodness, man. At least here at Central Minnesota. Dude, I think I broke the uh, car wash this morning at uh, Quick Trip because it was too cold to get a car wash. I drove in. I had to back out. That's not good. No, I know. I didn't even go get my money back because I felt so bad. I was like, I think I just broke their car wash. I'm just gonna let them have the twelve bucks Ooh. for any repairs. Any wow. damn. I don't think you can get a car wash when it's this cold out. Uh, you can't at Tommy's. But my truck was looking salty. Well, Tommy's wasn't open. Otherwise, I'd go. Tommy's is my favorite because they're the only place, and you you can tell them this mm-hmm. next time you're in there because I we'll know do. you wash your truck like every forty five minutes. Yes, it's the only place that gets my rims clean. The only place that gets my rims clean. And you don't wait. No. And I love the car mat washer. There, fine. They got a little advertisement this morning. I don't care. You know what? You open up a good business, you deserve it.
1: There is nothing worse than waiting
0: in line to get your car washed. Oh, I hate it. I'll I'll just pass it by. I'll just be like, screw it. I'm not going in there.
1: Because I know coming up here, we got like a sunny day of like 30s on like Saturday coming. It's going to be a sloppy mess. There's going to be 74 cars in line. Yeah. And they, you know, it takes like seven minutes for one car. Not a Tommy's, dude. You pull it, like, like you can get like seven cars done at once. Yeah. Yeah. They know mm-hmm. what they're doing over there. And, then, so. and that's why you go there.
0: But, if, but my car needed an emergency wash. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was so salty. I was like, this thing is... It's already got some rust. I can't make it worse. But well, that's why you backed on out and broke it? I, well, I, I went in there, and I was sitting there for about three or four minutes. I'm like, huh. Usually it would have started by now. If the old horn honk? Well, the worst part was, I thought I was trapped in there. I was like, I'm going to have to call them at the front and be like, hey, I'm trapped. And then I was going to be late getting here, which you would never let me hear the end of it. Never. But then I was like, oh, the back door's open. I'll scoot her out. You know. Yeah. Well, we'll get out of here. <laughs> Watch your mouth. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> Come on. Start the show. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I love that you love it, buddy. Yeah. It's it, it's 10 seconds of my day. Mm-hmm. And it sets me on a high plane.
1: So you know what? Sometimes you just step back and let your partner do what they
0: want. But that's what I'm saying. Pretty good. I won't say we're the best. Mm-hmm. But that's the way it goes, I guess. <sighs> You've been listening to some PM Don. I was listening to PM Don yeah. actually, and uh, well, it was funny because the whole pretty good. I won't say were the best, so I don't know how much we can say about the whole ratings thing. I like, don't think you're allowed. To. You got to be really careful what you say because they will penalize you, and you will get you'll get destroyed
1: because the company pays for those ratings, right?
0: And you can't you can't say certain things on the air, but obviously we can say that we get ratings, mm-hmm. and yesterday was the day that we got said ratings. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into details about it, but dude, you did to me yesterday what my wife does to me. And when I saw the phone ringing and I saw it was you, I was like, "All right, here we go." Try and try and follow along here. <laughs> How many times when we were talking about ratings yesterday was I like, "Now what are we talking about?" Yeah. I can't help it because <laughs> you're like, "Well, here this person was in this place and then we're in that place and then this is that." And I'm like, "Okay, wh- which mm-hmm. which demographic are we talking about here?" You're like, oh, this we're back to twelve plus. I was like, okay, I thought we were talking 1834. Because you can hear, you know, all every radio station's like number one and you know, whatever. Every radio station could claim their number one in some way, shape, or form.
1: Because you can change everything to fit where you actually do hit number one. Like we were number one in, you know, albino's age sixteen to to seventeen.
0: Number you know, one right. for albinos. And
1: then boom. Because you won't even say that. You'll just say, we're number one. Yeah. Everyone does it. So, yeah.
0: But anyway, yesterday I was just like, my wife does that to me too, and then she gets irritated with me. I'm like, I'm a very linear thinker, okay? I need things presented to me in a straight line or I get lost. Uh huh. And when you're like, and then we did this, and I'm like, okay, now who are we talking about? Because <laughs> you're not paying attention. You're like, you're like, oh, I'm talking about this radio station. I'm like, okay, I could have swore we were talking about us. And then you're like,
1: I'm I'm, I'm a (laughs) rocket ship.
0: So when our our boss texted us last night and was like, hey, congratulations on the ratings, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what they are. Even though I explained to you in
1: serious (laughs) detail.
0: I always tell my wife that I'm like, give me like one fact at a time, let my brain process it, and then give me the next one. Mm -hmm. But you're all over the map. You're like, oh, and then we, you know, if I do this and I take this filter and I put this filter on the numbers, then we're this number with this group of people and this number with that group. I'm like, dude, what? You're the I, no child left behind. I was really like, I mean, score one for the Minneapolis public school system because right. I was completely lost yesterday. I, I still don't know what our ratings are.
1: You're the reason we're on two plus two on the sixth day of class still. Fine. Like, you know what, that kid? But that you kid, know what?
0: That kid eats paste. When I finally learn it, it sinks deep and I don't forget. <laughs> it's, it's like concrete. I just, I need things presented to me almost on a piece. If it's numbers, you've heard me try to do math.
1: Yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm.
0: I need it on a piece of paper. It
1: is very interesting that everyone does have a different learning style. Yeah. I was very like my mother was a teacher and mm-hmm. she understood that. And I I'm trying to figure that out with my kids. Right. And like trying to figure out how best to help my son with things and I'm trying to teach him I'm a very... When it, especially when it comes to numbers, I'm a shortcut person, right? Yeah. You know, whether it's addition or multiplication, whatever, it's like get to e- get to round numbers and then yeah. go from there. So, like, when I'm like, all right, when it's a nine, you know, I have my nine tricks for multiplication of nines. Instead of do it by nine, do it by 10, then minus one. You know, boom. Yeah. And I'm working through, and I kind of see it sometimes like him click, and then Andrea comes behind me. Oh, boy. Well, and then like she tries to kind of help. She
0: probably does it the right way.
1: But she does it different ways. I'll be honest with you. I am teetering. Now, my son's in third grade, and he brought some of his math stuff home. Mm -hmm. We're getting into that window, and you hear everyone joke about it. This math, where I, honest to God, have no clue what's going right. on. Right. Well, because it, oh
0: God, we sound old, but it's done differently than when we right. were in school. And I, and I can't. I mean, my kids are my my daughter's in the eighth grade, my sons in the sixth. My my days of helping them with math are long gone.
1: Now I feel like when we get to algebra and stuff, I can help because I can't change.
0: Right. I don't know, man. They changed math on me. They changed the pro the process probably changes. The result doesn't. Because when my kids are doing math, I told my wife, I can't help them because I'm doing it old school. Right. The easy way. Mm-hmm. And they they got to add up all the hundreds first, then all the tens. And I don't know how the hell they do it, to be and honest. And then
1: there's like another one where they like do lines. Have you seen this? Yeah. Well, they'll do lines and then they'll do up and down and then like across and then like you count yeah. in the middle and it's like if the, you know, butterfly intersects with the lion, yeah. it's 16. And... I-
0: God hey. bless teachers for being able to do that, because I'm, I'm tapped out.
1: And shout out to, honestly, that's like, again, who I feel bad for. Like, if you were a teacher and you have to start teaching this, yeah. like, you had to like, literally relearn all of this to teach it, and then hear every knuckle-dragging parent like myself <laughs> – right. That says, what are you doing? I'm going to do it my way. And I'm sure it is probably easier, and they've probably shown in tests and things like that, that down the road it does help. But. Well, I
0: think I think because, now I could be wrong, I'm speaking way out of school here, mm-hmm. that because we don't necessarily need math to get numbers, the results anymore, because we everybody has a calculator in their pocket... Take that, Miss Tool. It's more about the process of getting to that answer because then that just gives you problem solving skills.
1: Could be. How many times did you hear that as a kid? You're never going to have a calculator in your pocket when you grow up. Right. Like, I have a computer. Super computer. Yeah, that could tell me everything. Uh, Dana just texted in. She says, It doesn't get better. I was great in math and I can't help my kids at all. So, all right, good. Then I don't feel alone in this. I was
0: bad. I remember Miss Gizaki was our math teacher. And boy, she, she, i that woman spent so much time trying to help me, and I just never got it. I just Math just wasn't my thing.
1: Multiplication cards were the bane of my existence. I remember, <laughs> right. again, God love my mom. She hammered it home. When I came home, I had to go through my multiplication cards. But honest to God, now, you give me a multiplication card, boom, my answer's coming out in a half a second. But see, the, I think the thing try is... Me, try me right now. Four times eight. 32.
0: Whoa. Ooh, Dang, man. Right? Yeah. Like put that on, Jeffrey. Six times seven. Forty-two. Nine wow. times nine. Eighty-one. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah. Now the thing is though, here's yeah. the here's the difference. I love how you don't know if I'm right. Three times eight. <laughs> 24. Oh, I yeah. know you're right. I got the answers <laughs> right here. But the thing is, you don't you don't know how you got to that answer. You just know that answer. Right. And that's the difference. It's
1: it, all in my head.
0: Right. It's just memorization. It's like when I do, when I, like, it's 15. My wife is always amazed that I can always figure out what like 12% off is and 15% off of something. But it's like, I just know how to get there. I don't know the actual process or
1: why or right. the philosophy behind it. You know the way you know how to get it done right. uh, Megan just texted in she said kids are taught three ways to multiply now uh they're supposed to remember all of them and get tested on them my philosophy is if you can solve it your way do it that way but I'm with you on that my son is
0: the same way like he has the hardest time showing his work he can get the answer right but his work is completely different than everybody else's
1: and then that's what it'll get you because when you get into more difficult math yeah yep. you need to learn on all that and that's like stuff oh, I'm crap. trying to tell my son
0: I just totally we just totally talked way too long and I didn't even realize it
1: well't you get me going on hot math talk. I know, hot
0: math talk. Hot multiplication. I'm at to find a different song to play here. Okay. You had a good one. We've Ultimate. made it to February. We're over the hump. We're over the winter hump, which is the month of January. Mm-hmm. Now, I know all kinds of wild things can happen in the month of February and March, and we can even get blizzards in April. I understand this. But, we're close. We're so close. And, of course... I don't know if you know this shortest month of the year. Right, that's what I'm saying. Then we're in March. Twenty seven more days, dude. March is here. Well, was it go. yesterday?
1: Was it Mark who texted in yesterday? And said, "Hey, days are getting longer now."
0: And you can well, they, daylight. That, but that starts on December twenty second.
1: But you know what I'm saying? Is
0: it's trending in that direction? Right. you can notice too. Five o'clock, five ten. I was driving to my mom's house to make her dinner last night. Sun was still out. What you make her? By the way, uh, a pizza
1: from the gas station. <laughs> Hello, my mom. <laughs> I love you, mom. Uh, it was better than what I made my kids last night. What'd you make them? Of- now I had a single dad at last night. My wife you, had to work man. late.
0: Doing brothers are doing it for themselves.
1: Shout out to us single dads and single moms out there. Yeah, I, I I consider myself a very good cook. I do too. You are a good cook. And sometimes I get a tad too risque with my meals.
0: You take too many chances.
1: I was I was hammering home a family classic last night: egg noodles, kielbasa mushrooms, oh. onions, boom. But oh. I was like, you know what this needs to to sex it up a little bit?
0: Marinara sauce. A sauce. Right, a sauce. Fettuccine of Alfredo sauce would have been good with that.
1: But I wanted to go a little different. I wanted to go with like a Swedish meatball sauce, right? So I made some gravy. Oh. Then I threw in some sour cream. Still I threw in some uh cream cheese, to cream it up.
0: Right. I'm I don't do know that.
1: I don't know what happened. But this turned out gray. It looked like from, you remember Beauty and the Beast, the gray stuff? It's delicious.
0: You flew too close to the sun is what it was.
1: And I put this down in front of my children. They both looked up at me as if they were considering running away. Yeah. It was a slog to get through that. But here's the deal. Once they, once they start, finally started to choke it down and got past the... Because <laughs> <laughs> instantly ever puts in his <laughs> mouth. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I'm like, no, it's not weird. It's the same thing you love. Just eat it. It just looks gross. They started to like it. Yeah. And we we got through it. But I'll be real with you. Come on. Even when I sat down, looked at my plate, and thought... It's a tough road to hoe. This is a tough sell, guys. <laughs> but we did it, because there's no way in heck I'm tossing it. You know what I'm saying? No. I can't do it. it yeah. Food's got to be pretty funky, like that meal my wife made last week. The Zitzi sauce? Yeah. It, it's got to be that level of funk. To get thrown out of my house. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I, I'm I, embarrassed to admit, I just stopped by the gas station, grabbed a pizza, and brought it to my mom's house. Hey. Boom. Dinner is served. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I, you know, I was in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. She got to eat. You know? She didn't go hungry. That's for sure. Hey, there were nights where, you know, you didn't get your full meal uh, yeah. of sustenance. There was nights my mom gave me corn as the main course of our dinner. So, yeah. Hey. Paybacks are a B, you know what I'm saying, Ma? <laughs> at least at least you got some protein. All, quit your wine. In. All I had was fiber. <laughs> a box of wine on your arm. That's why I'm 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> it's just everything ran through me like corn. Either way, it's not we're not here to hash out my childhood. That gets done plenty. That gets yeah. brought up plenty. What else did you do yesterday, man?
1: Uh, I I had a little bit of a thing, uh I going over the past couple of days with my wife. Yeah. Trust tree. I'll be a hundred percent honest with you here. I have a little bit of a foul mouth.
0: Yes, you do. My wife has noticed it because I swear a lot more now than I used to. Wow, I,
1: everything uh, is Woods' fault in your not life.
0: Not, I'm not saying it's your fault. I just swear a lot more than I used to.
1: And honestly, like this is why I am so scared of like a microphone being left on. Oh yeah, because if God forbid it ever does, whew, the big boy's gone before the the. You know, feed gets to the satellite and beams yeah. back down into your car.
0: Yeah, and then my career is over.
1: By the time you hear that, I'm already being choked and fired in studio. Yeah, and that's my wife's point: is you can go to work and not say this kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. she doesn't get that I worked in bars in auto body shops. I say auto
0: auto places are usually the worst for and, cursing.
1: And like all these things that I grew up around and and in, in, in like my formative years. Yeah. Like that's how people talk. Now I'm not yeah. saying it's right. I get it. Is it wrong though? And I've and that's the thing. Like I've tried to get better at it. And even yesterday, my my kid says you cuss a lot. I said, hey, first of all, pipe down, all right? <laughs> Second of all, shut note- the
0: shut the bleep up.
1: <laughs> now again, maybe a growing moment as me as a parent because I said actually it's your mom's fault and your mom is the one with the pad mouth. Andrea overheard it because she has a hearing like a bat anytime I'm doing something wrong. right. And she probably hears
0: hear certain words that ping her hearing.
1: So I told her. I was like, "You know what? fine. Here is my challenge. I won't curse anymore. I'm dropping it. Cold turkey. B isn't B. S is an S. I've lasted seven minutes. <laughs> and uh, so I am like maybe a New Year's resolution. This is my February resolution. I am going to try to get better. I've been talked to here at work. Yeah, about it. Well, because a lot of times there's
0: clients in the building we've all been talked to about it because this side of the building is Caligula it's it's horrible over here.
1: And radio people do they are
0: often foul mouths and we're loud too. we're just we're allowed people with foul mouths.
1: And it's amazing though when the light goes on, I know in my brain like there's to a switch to cut off that part, and that's what my wife says, like, you need to cut it off and not do it anymore. But like I
0: don't swear around my kids. I don't swear around my mom. So I I don't but you know, although I did drop an F bomb in front of my kids the other day. Yeah. Cuz my my daughter was saying that some kid was messing with her at school and I said, like, "GD, I hate that bleeping school so wow, much." Oh, you let it go. I did. I, I was like cuz I hate my kids school. It, with all my heart and soul I hate that school. Hmm. It's because we live in a terrible neighborhood, you know, full of just horrible people that I hate the school my kids go to. <laughs> So So anyway, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? (laughs) But no, so I was just, I just lost it. And I was like, do you guys ever have a bleeping good day at school? I was just, I, I lost it.
1: And honestly, my big, my one is sports. You know, there's oftentimes I ask people. What they are doing in very colorful ways. Right. I ask if people are out to get me. Things like this. Now they say, and I pulled this up because
0: you know, like a lot of people say that you know, you're more intelligent. People who swear a lot are more intelligent.
1: Emily just texted them. They say people who swear are actually more intelligent, which
0: just, I 100% agree with. You just don't sound intelligent when you swear, but they do say, and this comes from uh, what is this website PsychCentral.com. Okay. So it sounds legit, right? It does. Sounds legit to me. It helps mitigate stress. It helps cope with pain because whenever you hurt yourself, you drop an F-bomb right away, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It helps increase strength and endurance and bond with friends and colleagues. All, that's all from they say that's all part of swearing does all that for it.
1: so in other words I'm team building around here when yes. I walk around and, and you're, you're increasing your strength and endurance somehow <laughs> I should be able to rip this building in half <laughs> I don't know how that exactly <laughs> happens but what the heck uh, other people text get Missy I work at school and I hold it together then I swear like a sailor <laughs> when
0: I'm not there that was always weird to me at this place I used to DJ a lot of teachers would hang out there for like happy hour on Friday night yeah. and they were the wildest group of people man it, even as a grown man seeing mm-hmm. teachers get wild was still
1: weird to me it is weird right? just cursing and woo, doing shots and everything people in the medical industry too like i used to hang out with some nurses and stuff man when they get wild yeah katie bar the door
0: loosen up the lug nuts let the wheels fall off
1: uh, D- jason how dare you jason just texted in i swear more now that i listen to wood yeah my wife says it, it, it but i will say this my mom didn't swear like, my dad did swear. Not too much, but he did. Yeah. My mom didn't. And when she would get mad at us and she would drop a swear bomb. Yeah. It was... It, you knew. It was like, serious. It was hey. coming in hot. Like, me and my brother like, get together in a room and be like, hey, we got to figure this out. You start vacuuming. I'll pick up. <laughs> mom just said, dang. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's getting heavy in here. <laughs> and if she calls in the big guns, hey...
0: Everybody for themselves. I remember the first time I heard my, the like one of the only times I heard my dad swear, he took me to this cabin that he would go hang out at with his friends. And I was like the only kid who got to go with him. I think he was getting older. He realized like, hey, maybe I should bond with my sons once in a while. Yeah. And I heard him drop an F-bomb and I was, bes- I was gobsmacked. I was beside myself. It, I had never heard my dad swear up until that moment. I'm
1: surprised your dad was a blue collar guy. He too. was a
0: blue collar guy, but he was very quiet. He's mm-hmm. very, very quiet and kept to himself and didn't really, you know, get loud a lot. Really had no reason to swear. Yeah. Until I heard him. and I was like, what? And then I heard my mom drop an S-bomb one time when she couldn't get into traffic. Oof. And I was like, what?
1: Hey, all rules are off when it comes to driving. Yes. Hey, you're literally keeping people alive at <laughs> that point in time. Tabitha says, when growing up, shut up was as bad as the F-bomb.
0: Boy, you. My, you mom, a, my mom hated it when we would say shut up. I still don't like it.
1: Really? I mean, I just... It's it's, disrespectful. It is. It feels, like, super disrespectful. Yeah. Pipe pipe down, you know. You know what? It's funny you just hit on something. I put more stock into how people talk to people than what they say. Yeah. Like you can be incredibly disrespectful and talk down to people and be really polite and, and you not know, even
0: put a curse word in there. Cutesy. yeah.
1: Then, you know, if you. So I put more stock into that one. So that's actually a really good text there. But That is good. Either way, yeah, lasted seven <laughs> minutes, six <laughs> minutes longer than my kids thought I would. But, yeah. And as I said, you know what? If you guys didn't stress me out so much, I wouldn't have to release. Oh, it. sure. Blame it on everybody else. Well, imagine if I kept that all in. Typical. I'd explode, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd set off the nuke reactor or something. Should we do some history? Let's. Let's do it. It was on
0: this day all the way back in 1898. We got the very first auto insurance policy. Oh, okay. On this day back in that. I, what was there, seven cars? Maybe. Must have been a cheap policy, man. But if they hit each other, (laughs) you know, you got Henry Ford. We need a new wheel.
1: There are certain states and I, I correct me if I'm wrong. You have to have insurance to drive every state now, right? I
0: I think it's every state.
1: Like even like, I I,
0: don't want to go to a state where you don't.
1: Minimum liability. You got to have, I'd assume. Yeah.
0: You know what I don't I, I don't hate on auto insurance as a guy who's totaled three cars in three years my insurance has been put to the test how they haven't dropped me I don't know you're
1: the reason all of us have to pay probably yeah, yeah.
0: I, well I mean it's never been my fault though it's all been an act of
1: god dear and that, it's not supposed to go up when that happens, right? Right.
0: It's not, it mine hasn't. Oh boy, they got
1: their finger on the trigger. The first red light, you run.
0: <laughs> let, me, let me get a speeding ticket. <laughs> uh, it was on this day all the way back in 1982. I'm very excited about this new show, and uh, it's a big uh, three or four days for NBC. Um, LAUGHTER Late Night with David Letterman premiered on NBC for the first time. It the kicked off the whole
1: wars there, didn't it? Yeah, former
0: uh, and and David Letterman, former radio guy, who was tapped to do. Uh, and you could tell if you watch his early shows, it's very much a radio show. It's like mm-hmm. you know, silly stunts and all that kind of stuff, and prank phone calls. And it, it, I love the early David Letterman. It was awesome.
1: I, Uh, honest to God, couldn't tell you the last time I watched a late night talk show.
0: I don't. I mean, they have nothing for me anymore.
1: Man, I don't miss it a bit. Yeah.
0: Uh, And then on this day in 2004, (laughs) Janet Jackson took all the mystery out of life. Yep. When they performed, well, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake when they did their halftime show at the Super Bowl that year, it resulted in a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar finding in CBS, which is like, okay, they find that in the couch in the lobby there. Well, but that was, uh,
1: yeah, it was like what, maybe fifteen seconds of a Super Bowl commercial, right?
0: So they were fined that. Then a lot of people say that ruined Janet Jackson's career. I don't. I don't think it did. No. I mean, two thousand four, we weren't much more prude than we are now.
1: But the SEC really cracked down
0: on all mediums. everybody, yeah. radio included. Yeah, everybody had to tighten up after that.
1: I and I, I look, people are like, "Well, she didn't know about it." Yes, she did. There's a reason she bedazzled her boob. I right. don't think she wakes up and puts on, you know, you know the fishing tackle.
0: Well, that's that's what I've always wondered. Like, did they think it was going to be okay because like she essentially had her nipple kind of covered a pasty? Like what what's the definition of covered? I don't know. You know what I mean?
1: But yeah, they had to know something was going wrong there. Yeah.
0: And uh and, and the way Justin Timberlake grabbed it yeah. Like that wasn't just like a it, whatever. Right. You know, they they planned something. It fell flat and real flat. <laughs> Watch yourself now. Um, and then uh, let's do some birthdays real quick. Wood. You're, pro- you're probably not a fan of this guy, but I am. And, you know, to appeal to the younger folks listening. We've
1: been doing all this lately.
0: Harry Styles' birthday. I like Harry Styles, man. Now, he, I'm
1: sure he was he was in like a boy group, right? I think uh, One Direction. Wait, was it One Direction? I think you're right. I yeah, think One right.
0: Direction. And yeah, okay, so he wears dresses out and all that stuff. It's like, whatever. You got to do something to stay in the pl- public eye.
1: He's actually not a bad actor in some of the stuff he's been in. He's a, he's a phenomenal
0: singer. I, I feel like he's trying to be Prince a little bit. Yeah. But that's only because I love Prince so much. And the whole, like, you know, dressing kind of like a woman, but not, like, Prince did it and he did it way better.
1: You gotta be, there's a level of cool you have to hit in order to pull that off. Like, people Lenny like Kravitz. Right. Yeah. And, uh, what, Dave Navarro, when he's on Ink Masters. Yeah. Dude, that's a woman that's shirt. A bl- it's a blouse. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he's, this guy, he's, I don't know, uh,
0: 27. Oh, you're close. <laughs> Harry Styles is 29 today. Ah, good for him. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, I threw this one in for you, Wood. One, two, three, up. Uh. Because you are a huge Outkast fan. Mm-hmm. It's Big Boy's birthday today. Now,
1: this, of course, was off the Andre 3000 CD, though. Yes. But if you look up Outkast, this
0: right. is on there. So, And I
1: love... And Big I Boy's love. in the video. I love Outkast. I I think they're the most talented music group of all time. I disagree. That's fine. You can be wrong. But uh, but big boy. <laughs> Your he's opinions gotta be, aren't facts. He's <laughs> got to be forty-eight.
0: Uh, yeah, you're actually right on the nose with that one. Big boy is forty-eight today. There you go. And one of the most like pathetic dudes ever. If you hear him on a podcast now, is celebrating a birthday today. Today, buddy, we're gonna discuss grindage. How to filled the furnace, pack the cheeks, and stuffed the gills. Okay. You're probably used to eating twigs, right? Polly Shore, it's his birthday today. The weasel! Talk about a guy who doesn't know that it's over. Like, Mm. the weasel... Like, dude made, what, a dozen movies, maybe, off of that one character, the weasel? Probably made a decent living. Oh, yeah. But if you hear him on a podcast now, he is the most pathetic washed up person i've ever heard in my life really? like, he, like he had bill burr on his podcast bill burr to me might be the greatest comedian of all time in my humble opinion hilarious and all he did all Polly shore did was talk about what happened to Polly shore not and, and and bill burr's like yeah i don't know dude like you gotta hustle you gotta you know whatever you gotta adapt right the, the weasel in looking back the weasel
1: wasn't funny at all in 1992, you never know. I mean, Encino Man, right?
0: Well, that's what that clip was from Encino Man. Yeah, but I just biodome.
1: Like, I, I I genuinely
0: dislike Polly Shore now because I've heard him. I heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's just pathetic. I've heard that he is incredibly rude too. I bet his mom started like uh, a big comedy club out in L.A., and that's kind of how he got his start. Like the really like the Comedy Store or something like that. One of the ones that everybody's heard of, who's in comedy, and uh, that's where he got his start. And and yeah, he just, he comes across as unlikable. He comes across as not knowing it's over, and that he had his moment. And he should have capitalized on it. I just I don't like the dude. I, I'm getting hot. I was gonna say I'm running
1: hot. He's got to be fifty-seven.
0: Ah, oh. <clears throat> he's the ripe old age of fifty-five. Ah, That's the thing. He had to have made at least twenty million off all those movies.
1: But when you're that like that, I guarantee he wasn't like putting it in a. Roth account, I, I <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I would. I feel like I
0: would know. Like, hey, this is this is temporary. I, I need to put some money away.
1: But he was young, famous. There was right. no end in sight. Yeah, probably, probably course, a lot of
0: hangers on. You know, yeah,
1: he was spending it as quickly as it was coming in. Yeah. You know, hey, biodeo tube's coming, guys. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Let's
0: go. He had to be making at least five million a movie at his peak, probably. Right? And you would just think that he uh well you would think that he Son in law. That was another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh in the army now, wasn't that one? That, that was one. Jury duty? It was
1: all the same movie. That's true. It was all the exact same movie. This weird little gnome becomes, you know, the happy go getter. Yeah.
0: Holy cow, we're running late, dude. That's my bad. I wasn't even paying attention That's to that. Sometimes we start
1: talking about Bolly Show. I,
0: I got a little I got a little off the reservation on that one. My bad. Comes, I, I lost the path there for a little while.